Welcome to 90 Day Have Your Say, a podcast on our favorite reality show and yours, 90 Day Fiance. Are you ready to break it down? Ready to go. Okay. How are you? How are you? I am fantastic. It's almost Mer- Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. Yeah, same. For those who I think it's time we kick off the show with my story about how it was broken to me as a young Jewish boy how we weren't celebrating Christmas. (laughs) So sad, cute, tell us. So it's not cute at all, quite frankly. I was five years old, and uh, one day my mother, who I guess assumed, by the way, here's the thing, Christmas is all pervasive and wonderful. Everybody loves Christmas. So that's the backdrop to this. So one day my, my mother, who I guess assumed that I had figured out already that we don't celebrate Christmas, but apparently got the got a sense that I did not get this, said to me, um, but Gilly, we don't celebrate Christmas. You know that. And I thought to myself at that moment, what? How, how, how do I get out of this family immediately? Like, this is the worst deal I've ever heard. What a bomb rap. I didn't like her attitude, first of all. She was very (laughs) flippant about it. And my brother, who I looked over at for, like, some assurance, he was, like, taking it lying down. And I didn't really think that he was putting up much of a fight. So I didn't appreciate that either. But, I like, I couldn't (laughs) process. I couldn't process the fact that, like, Santa was jumping over from the Webster's house over our house to the Haskins. Like, I just don't understand why he would do that. And so it was a very traumatic day. And it's, you know how like certain things are emblazoned in your head? Like, I remember exactly where I was, what room, where my mother was. Anyway. And and for those who say, oh, well, don't you get eight days of gifts? You know, that's, that's complete bullshit. We never got that. My dad, my dad brought home donuts every night. So. Oh, well, there's that. So Merry Christmas, everybody, <laughs> and enjoy. Firstly, I'm pretty sure she said "degilly," and secondly, right, yeah, um, you know, Santa isn't real. What? Yeah, but you see, the thing is, at that age, you are convinced he is. Oh, and the for thought sure. of the thought of him just sort of arbitrarily knowing not to come to our house. Because we don't celebrate Christmas. It's just like, what a, like, what a horrible, you know, cards, what horrible cards you were dealt at that age. You you, would have done anything if you were given, if you were interviewed at that moment, like, do you want out of this? Do you want to go to a family that has a Christmas tree? You'd be like, (laughs) hell yes. Like immediately. Where's, where do I sign? Screw this family. I'm out. Where, where do I sign? Show me. Well, in, in today's age, Santa is now in trouble. Like, he condones, you know, bullying. So, like, screw Santa. Don't worry. On Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He condones bullying, apparently. Yeah. 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 And uh, maybe it's cold (laughs) outside. Maybe it's cold outside. A Me Too movement, uh, something that they've latched onto as a date rape kind of song. (laughs) I'm serious. Like, that's a a hashtag Me Too thing. Yeah. Yeah. The line where they're like, say, what's in this drink? (laughs) <laughs> apparently he slipped or something anyway is this what this show is about i don't know what this show is about i'm sorry let's break it down we love 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 this show we know you guys do too so let's let's go in for the 
the best part of the show, which was nothing. I didn't enjoy this episode. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, what? Oh, nothing. You're dumb. Literally. Yeah. Okay. No, I agree with you. It was, a, it wasn't a great episode. Yeah. Uh, the Ashley and Jay segments, they kind of got me a little heated. I'm not thrilled about it because I still don't trust the storyline. And I, it feels like to me that Ashley discovered his Tinder account before their fake Vegas wedding. She wasn't, she just wasn't happy. And I feel like maybe production made her go through with that part of the story. And then, you know, lo and behold, a scene later, she's like, I discovered a Tinder account the day we got married and I'm so upset. So. Yeah. Two, two things. One, uh, I felt really bad for her during that wedding. Because I do, I do take her at her word when she says, you know, this is not what I dreamed of, right? Like the fact that Elvis is quoting Elvis titles. Oh gosh, yeah. During during the vow, and that's supposed to be clever and funny, and you know, it's a hot. It looked like a hot Vegas summer day on a street in downtown Vegas, and no family with her. So it's got to be, it's got to be sad in that way. Yeah. If if we're to take it on its face. Uh, point number two is when do I get to uh, boast that I was right about them all along? Is that, is that you were you were right about Jay. Yeah. But, uh, but I wasn't incorrect that I don't believe that they're that I believe that they're truly in love with each other. I think both things can be true. Like, in other words, sure. my whole my whole point about him is that he's a 20 year old good looking dude. And even when they had the testimonial part, he's like, we're going to be tied down for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. You know, like he's laughing about it, but he's really telling you how he feels. And I, I know you hate this part, but I don't find any character flaw in a 20-year-old dude feeling that way. That's just how they're wired. And I think you're probably right that to him at that age, that was love. And I'm sure she felt like she was in love. So I think all things are true. You don't think that it's a character flaw to think that and yet still go through with the wedding? Not at the age of 20. I think that you can't properly manage those two things. I think if you're 50 and you know better and go into that arrangement and can't help yourself, that's a different story. But I think at 20, you're a kid. You're a kid. Like, well, then I mean, you shouldn't be making her. adult decisions then. He should not. It's irresponsible to say i'm gonna love you for the rest of my life if you like okay you're you're dating someone you can of course it's in a committed relationship yeah yeah of course it's wrong but like are you gonna get mad at him he doesn't know like he doesn't know how to overcome that she has every reason she has every right to be mad at him she was very upset with him and she's saying, listen, she has every right, after but... everything that I've done for you, gone through and stuck mm-hmm. up for you for, then this is, this is, you know, my treatment. It's not okay. It really isn't. And he, all things are so true. He just, all things yeah, are true. He yeah. just went on his um, Instagram to post a, a public apology to everyone and to her and saying, you know, I'm sorry I disappointed everyone. And, and I'm especially sorry that I hurt the love of my life and, I, you know, I wish I could take it back. And I understand that too. Like I definitely give him space for making mistakes. Like everyone should be able to make mistakes or whatever, but the gravity of getting married, like you can say, listen, I'm not ready to get married. I mean, I'll, 
I can be engaged or we can be, you know, live in and be serious or whatever. But I, I mean, in this case, I, I guess they needed to for in order for him to stay in America. Yeah, and again, I, I hate to repeat it, but I really think all things are true. She has every right to be mad at him. You're correct. Um, he was wrong in what he did. You are correct. But there's wrong and then there's wrong. And I guess I just, uh, for me, I saw it coming, you know, I was already on record on this show. If only there was a tape of me of me saying this, right? Like where I was just like, yeah, no, I mean, it's never going to work. I don't know. I just am not sure that age forgives you for that. Like, you know, plenty of older guys cheat um, and make stupid decisions, too. Right. So it's almost like your morals are your morals. You, you know, at whether you're 14 or 20 or 50, you know that that's wrong. Let me put it to you this way. Uh, If you uh, if your son at the age of 20 was considering marrying a girl and you as a parent were like, whoa, why so, why so, why so much in a rush? You're 20. And then you found out that he, uh, you know, was cheating on her. You would be like, I mean, oh my God, that was the wrong thing to do. You shouldn't have done that. But like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have this horrific opinion of him in the end. You'd be like, of course that was going to happen. No, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't, yeah. to be okay. honest with Maybe you, not. I wouldn't. It just, it's Maybe all not. relative. Everyone is different. You know, you can okay. still have morals when you're 20. It depends on the person. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have morals, but I'm not saying he's devoid of morals. I'm just saying that that's how a 20-year-old will often behave. I don't and think so. I don't think, I'm, just, I'm not okay. saying I'm surprised. Well, then we disagree. Uh, yeah. We disagree. I, what I think you're, you're, is... you're, you're, you're trying to make this into a debate, and I don't think we're saying two different things. No, I think no, I'm, saying, I'm not trying yeah. to make it into a debate. What I'm saying is I don't think that that's like a general statement that applies to all 20-year-old guys. Or no, of course or... not. Of course it no, doesn't but, apply all, all I'm but saying it has to is, many. Listen, if, my, if a guy grew up with it, because like uh, Jay's dad is known for being what was the it was on two episodes ago when they his dad appeared and he has a nickname uh, and I, I'm not sure what it was but the inference is that he's a player and uh-huh. so you kind of grow up with this uh, mentality where it's like you know it's cool and there's a lot of bravado attached to being a player that's, right yeah so to me that's like yeah that's you're gonna breed a certain kind of person who can rationalize you know doing something outside of your relationship because you're bored that's all i'm saying uh, that's probably true too that's probably anyway true. so let's move on because that was the part of the episode that just made me feel bad like i didn't i didn't like it it was a sad discovery of course but also that um i can't really believe a lot of or the chronology of what happened so it wasn't a cool scene for me um, how and much, the rest of it, I was like how falling much of, asleep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I think those two wrapping up Jay and Ashley, I think they'll, you know, they'll uh, run their course, right? He'll get out of it when he needs to get out of it. You know, this whole notion that we learned, we learned about this with Molly and Luis, this 10-year responsibility thing. I don't think, I don't get the impression that um, Jay is nearly as antagonistic and belligerent of a human being as Luis is. So I think right. it'll go much smoother and um, yeah, they'll go their merry way. You know, you brought up a couple, this is totally random. Now you brought a, up a couple from the show today 
off air that I had completely forgotten about. And we had spent so much time watching their boring scenes, which was the girl from New Mexico with the baby and her British boyfriend, who I believe his name was John. Was it John and Rachel? Yes. Okay. So that, again, to me, is the, is the interesting part about the 90-day experience is you become super invested in lots of couples, some fa- far more interesting than others. But most of them, with the exception, again, of the family Chantals and the Jessies of the world, who are just sort of the greatest hits of 90 Day, most of these couples, man, you forget about them quickly. And I really think Jay and Ashley will be in that category. Maybe so. Yeah, but we never liked um, Rachel and John either when we were watching when they were on. We yeah, never enjoyed yeah. really their storyline or watching them. She was a little tough to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you did not like her at all. Why? Can I tell people why you didn't like her? Because I finally diagnosed it. She but I don't thought... read. Wait, I don't know if I consent. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Damn it. Okay, you can say, say it, it, but I, but I'll. There's I nothing you can after. do to stop me. <laughs> I'll tell you after if it's true or not. Oh, it's true. You thought she was a little, and by the way, I don't disagree. You thought she was a little, she, she thought she was a little cooler than she actually was. And not cooler. She thought she was like a little more holding all the cards in demand with all the leverage than she was, uh, than, in, than in reality she actually had. Let's put it that way. We were supposed to buy into that she was a real catch. She definitely had that air about her. But for me, I think I felt that she was self-righteous and she would, you know, impose her um, boundary, her morals or her ethics or her judgments more onto him. And that was really kind of didn't sit right with me. And also, too, I had this theory (laughs) about when she was younger that she was really cute, you know. She has these like great big eyes and nice eyelashes and she's pretty, you know, and I just feel like people who grow up, um, who are, you know, constantly reinforced about their beauty, they have this sense of entitlement and she just kind of had that energy. And so that was my theory about her. (laughs) That could be right. That could be right. I'm sure she was, um, not that she's horrible now, but I'm sure she was a much, much cuter, um, you know, child and, and growing Let's up. Let's face it. Zone. We're yeah. all, we're, we're all cute when we're kids. <laughs> I used to be we're cute. All, we were all cuter. <laughs> that's for sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next. Who? Who you got? <laughs> Who you got? How about let's, let's do Eric and Lita. Eric and Lita, more of the same. Um, Lita is constant with the demands right oh yeah. you gotta show like oh you remember how earlier in this storyline i was saying how this the deal breaker was like she couldn't deal with child um child support like this was a notion that she could not fathom and now that has transformed into you have to prove to me that I am the priority. And the way you prove that to me is by kicking your child out of the house. Like these are such bedrock, you know, <laughs> tenants of, of our culture. Like what? 
you're gonna like that doesn't make any sense you don't believe in child support like what is that and now like the notion that she equates that with you have to show me by showing me that on the priority by getting rid of her kind of without saying it in so many words it's just such a it's just just a ridiculous line and at some how many times are we now watching them and going just leave I go. know the whole time we're like, then go. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like at first we thought Indonesia. when, yeah, when Tasha first said it, it sounded like it sounded harsh and borderline racist. But now we're all aboard just because she's a horrible human being. We're like, yeah, yeah. just go. Yeah, she, her, and and they're basically, you know, um, empty ultimatums because we we all know she's not going back. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Hi, and I now, now, were you How... saying? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I just was wanted say, to we... know how many teeth total do we have as adults? Oh, I don't, I don't know offhand. Like 24, 28, something sounds like about, that? Sounds about, sounds about neighborhoodish. I'm embarrassed that I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Well, Eric has about 12 more than that on what? this bottom row. <laughs> he oh. has... Yeah, the, no. the bottom te- I'm sorry. I couldn't, no, I couldn't person... not focus. His no, bottom person... teeth, yeah. Go ahead. Have you know you have like two front ones, the two that come in when you're a baby at first, and then the ones beside that, and then ones beside that. So like you know when you're typically talking or smiling, you see like six bottom teeth, maybe. I swear I saw eighteen, like just in that little narrow part. No. The person who has all the bottom teeth is Kalani's sister, Kalini. Oh. She has about 87 bottom teeth. She is all bottom teeth. And you know, and you know what's interesting about her, her is that she is not an unattractive woman. No. But she is pretty. all bottom teeth. It is very interesting. Yeah, she has more of the underbite going on. I'm just talking about general dental. Like, I, I, I just, Eric it's not i don't know if it's that distracting i'm like just thinking you know there's there's technology there's services for that he's got he's got bigger problems than his bottom teeth and that's lita lita is just a like i think you know like there's a couple of these storylines where they're how can i put this slow to move on right so lita and eric I mean, at some point, we're just like, then just go. I know. It's the same thing. Then just go. And with Kalani and Kalini and uh, her parents, the length of time with which it took her to just tell them that she was pregnant again, you're just like, oh, Oh, dragged on. And you brought up a good point. Why is Kalini so broken up about this? I think it's because her and her sister have this really weird closeness to each other where they feel, you know, entitled to have such a big say in each other's lives, or at least Colini does in Kalani's life. And so she, yeah, Kalani looked oddly uncomfortable telling her sister that she's pregnant again. I, I, I get her sister is invested in her emotionally, doesn't want her to screw up her life, but, Kalani had this look of fear in her eyes. Right, right. Talking to her dad. I don't know. It just, it doesn't sit right with me. It's very, very odd. It's very odd. Like if that was your uh, sister and let's say you had a problem with it, you would express the fact that you had a problem with it and you'd almost like, 
you know, maybe you'd even have a moment or two of just like, oh, why did you do that? But like you wouldn't just lose your shit. Kalini just Kalini just loses her shit about it. And you're like, wow, does she? uh, It's a bit of an overreaction. Yeah. Right. Like just, oh, you really uh, are affected by this almost in a way, almost if you told me, let me just put let me just put it that this way. If you told me that, and I have no knowledge of this whatsoever, and I'm not suggesting that this is the case, but if you told me that Kalini couldn't have kids of her own, let's say, maybe she, like, viewed these kids as her own. Like, I don't even know. It's some weird thing. Um, either way, she was a little over the top, I felt, with it. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's it's a little bit – It's if, if we didn't know a little bit more about their background and, you know, that they are Mormon, their father probably is really strict, then I would – think that Colini is trying to make this about herself and it just it just was it was a really odd reaction but I just want to say this about Lita going back to Eric and Lita oh, I'm sorry no no that's okay I just the whole point of like the entire universe is anti-Lita like there's a petition going around trying to get her fired from TLC she's just sickening and the more that she says stuff like like she's doubling down on social media too um but in the episode last night, she, oh yeah, she was getting her makeup done. And she's like, I don't know how to put on my own makeup. I don't know. She's a really odd accent. Because oh, the, accent, whole, the accent has shifted too. You're right. It's I gotten a, a little weird. Yeah. And she's like, because I have a whole team that does that for me in Indonesia. It just makes, it's just nauseating. Like how, who does she think that she's being endearing to if she's just all she's talking about all the time constantly is how rich she is in Indonesia and how much Eric disappoints her in America. Yeah. And that's when we sit there and we're like, go home. You're right. And and if, and if that is in fact the case, and it's not nice to brag about anything like that, that you're right, it's not going to endear you to anybody. But if that's the case, what are you doing? Like, what do you, why would you be here then? Like, why, I mean, not to be like, you know, but like after experiencing how difficult this is, wouldn't you just sort of go back to, uh, to Indonesia? Like, I mean, if it's, if life is so grand there, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely has either a, a really big, big reason or she like, a you know, to get her medical license or she can't be in indonesia for some reason Hmm. now you were saying you were saying that she uh the two of them are threatening to be off the show forever is that their threat now that's what that's what they're saying is that they're not they're not going to film again because she's very you know i guess disappointed Hmm. that tlc didn't stick up for her for the death threats that she was receiving oh stop but but like nobody's crying so yeah sorry not sorry 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 um yeah I, I i don't think we're gonna shed a tear there's really not much to say about either of those that we've already mentioned though so eric and Lita are in the same spot that they were before we didn't advance the story anymore no it just got more pathetic yeah and then kalani and kalini and uh, suelu just you know it took a whole episode for them it took a whole two hours for her to finally <laughs> her sister. um so i'm i have something to tell you and I've been keeping it a secret and I'm just going to keep stalling <laughs> until yeah, yeah. I tell oh. you. Oh, oh break. just tell her already for God's sakes. Yeah. 
totally. Yeah. All right. Which brings us then to uh, Colty and Larissa. Steven. Oh, Colty and Larissa. All right. Colty and Larissa. Uh, so that was a quick makeup between Larissa and Debbie, right? Mm-hmm. Making making uh, happy at the nail salon. I do believe both of them that they were both sincere in their, you know apologizing to each other connecting again and resolving to you know just do better with each other and i i think that they were honest you know they both said we're both strong-headed women we both have opinions and we can both you know be cooler with each other yeah and i thought it was nice that larissa's debbie's like you know you guys need to live on your own you guys need your own space and i'm gonna go live on my own and larissa said she's like no debbie you live with us I thought that was yeah. really sweet. Hey, Livy with us. She'll regret that. <laughs> I know that. Even that part, I was yeah. like, oh, no, 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 don't, no. Go, don't go that far. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, not enough culty in this episode, right? That would be my one complaint. Like, this was not a cult focused episode. And uh, the more culty, the better. I think I speak. Oh, on yeah. He, to- he grosses me out. He wasn't even in the episode to be grossed out about. Wait, he was, he was, when he was talking to his mom, he's like, Debbie. Oh, right. So what are you making? I'm going to Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking at some recipes to make something. Well, that sounds nice. He's so creepy. Yeah, that's true. That sounds delicious. That sounds delicious. I'm going to need you and Larissa to make up with each other so that we can have a happy family. Yeah, he is weird like that. You're what right. What was his name? Uh, you told me American Psycho was the movie, and the character's name was what? Oh, I can't remember what is what the main character's oh, name was. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's what I want to call Bale. him. Yeah, American Psycho, or as my father says, American Psycho. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> I, I what's my, I don't know. It's psychological. <laughs> That's so cute. At least you know he knows how to spell it. That's yes, part. that's true. Um, okay. So yeah, so Larissa and, and 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 Debbie again. I hate to be. Uh, I hate to agree with your premise of this was a sucky episode, but this was a really sucky episode because what sure did was. They, what did they really do either? Right? Okay, they made up in a nail salon. Awesome. So it was really Jay and Ashley where it moved right to the wedding itself. And then this drama, that was really the highlight of the show. Yeah, the very it, but it was fake. It was so fake. Maybe it was Olga and Steven. They got engaged and that was so wonderful. And you saw the pure joy in Olga's face. Yeah. She was really yeah. happy. I was so happy for her. And I, you know, I'm, I, I know Steven's like internally like a rager or something like, I feel like he's a ticking time bomb, but I ha- I'm hopeful for these two because they're young and they have a whole life ahead of them. They're motivated by having this beautiful baby and hopefully they make it. Yeah. Uh, they they do. You, you also brought up this good point. You, may, you may bring up some good points, by the way, off air, where you were like, uh, <laughs> off air, where it doesn't count. <laughs> no, 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 no. We bring up good points all the time, but off air, you and I don't want to forget them. Which is uh, TLC's ability to capture true moments, no matter how contrived this is, to some degree. There are clearly moments in this show that are not acting. One of which is oh um, right. One Douche of which and is, fair. is well, Douche and fair, but also Olga and Steve, which we're just talking about. 
clearly Olga was not acting at the proposal. She that was genuine. Right. Uh, John and Fernanda, the part that I was talking about last week, which was like the saliva output from Fernanda when she was screaming, <laughs> I need you with me. <laughs> right. That part was clearly like you said it. She's not that good of an actress. That was authentic. Right. So clearly their producers are really super sharp in how to, well, obviously the engagement, they knew it was coming, but like that argument to plan the, that in a way that they captured that, if I guess is what I'm saying between Fernanda and John is pretty, pretty clever. Maybe they find it very simple, but for me, it's like, Oh, wow. They, they did figure out how to capture the authentic reaction here. And they had, those two had a, you know, a kumbaya where they talked it out, right? When I need you, you come home. And he's like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah, pretty simple. We'll see, we'll see how long that lasts, by the way. <laughs> you, you think that he's like a, a chronic tardy person? No, I don't think he's a chronic tardy person. I just think that if he wants to be out, you know, he'll be like, oh, fuck it, I'm staying out. No, but if yeah. she, but no, but if she says, "Okay, I need you to come home," then he what? <laughs> he can go out, but she's just saying, "If just let me know." And no, but I think I think that there was a there's enough wiggle room in their quote unquote understanding where if she's like he's like, "Okay, I'm coming home in like an hour," she'd be like, "Okay," but like the few times where she's like, "No, I need you," he's gonna challenge her on that. He's gonna be like, "For real, do you really need me, or are you just fucking?" Do you know why you think ball? that? Oh, <laughs> I can tell you exactly why I think that. Do you want me to answer that? <laughs> yeah. Because it sounds familiar. That's why I would say. What? Yeah, some familiar. You think exactly. that because that's how you think. That's what you would think. You would challenge yeah. it. <laughs> I would challenge. I'd be like, huh, just exactly how much do you need me? On a scale from one to ten, I'd ask you to rank it. Okay. And if it got to like eight, I might like be like, okay, I'll come. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's a very upsetting. That's a very, no, very upsetting. No, it's just, I feel like that we've really recapped everything. I mean, yeah, you know, you're right. It, it that did kind of suck. As opposed to the last episode, which was awesome. So good. The last one yeah. really was excellent. But yeah, they so can't all be ways. winners. Well, you know, because like I always, you know, if you listen to the last episode, I have these little notes that I come up with. The only thing like on this episode where I was like, oh, I got to remember to talk about that is what up with Kalani and Asuelu walking barefoot everywhere? Oh, that's so true here's the thing. and so gross. I don't want to I don't want to in any way sound ugly American and be ignorant to another culture because I get that Asuelu is probably. Clearly, he seems very comfortable being barefoot wherever he is. But I would just sort of say that even if that is a cultural staple, that this is America and the streets are gross, put on some damn shoes <laughs> for your own fucking health. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm looking out for I you. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. That, so that's the only other thing. I'm like, damn, can we put on some goddamn shoes? It's true. That was a physical thing that, that definitely stood out in the episode. That and Eric's teeth and... Ashley just was looking sour. She was sourpuss the whole time. A little too sunburned for her wedding also, by the way. Should've oh, right. With, she should have gone with the 45, not the uh, 8. <laughs> She's a blonde, fair-skinned woman. Maybe maybe jack up the SPF next time. 
But she probably, that's probably how she tans. She has to get a little red before she gets a little color. <laughs> good base, good base. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. That, so that was the thing with Joe. Are we forgetting a couple? It sounds like we're forgetting a couple. You would think so, just with the brevity of this episode. But I think that's it. I think that's it. That's it is what it is, as the kids like to say. I hate when people say that. <laughs> you know how like there's certain like phrases like that that didn't exist ten years ago, and then one person says it, and then three people say it, and then thirty, and then before you know it, it's a cultural staple, and people don't even remember a time where no one said that. It is what it is. So dumb. <laughs> and here I am saying it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We didn't we didn't forget a couple. I think we're forgetting a oh, couple. Oh, maybe Bay. we did. Did we? Debay. I think we're forgetting a couple. Okay, Eric and Lita. Jay and Check. Ashley. Check. Kalani Aswelu. Check. Colty Larissa. Check. Olga Steven. Check. And Fernanda. Yeah, we got them all. Wow. Not much to say. <laughs> That's okay. That we right. already we had our say. It's okay. We had our say. That's we had right. our say. It's okay. Tell the uh, tell the uh, the beautiful people who are uh, spending time uh, listening to us uh, what the uh, what the Instagram is again. Ninety Day Fiance Podcast. That's on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at I am Debay. And um, Debay is Debay is D E B A E. Yes, sir. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why why with the yes sir yet? <laughs> why with the yes. Sir? <laughs> Sir, yes, sir. You command. You're very commanding. No, 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 no. Hey, thank you for the uh, lasagna you just made me, by the way. People should know that you uh, whip up a mean lasagna. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. I like to cook. Yes. I like to eat. I'm a piggy. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) Appreciate it. All right, wrap it up. Thank you for listening.